Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is The Guardian. So they each pick me up, one arm each. I pull me out, crucifixion Jesus style, out of the lake. I'm just trailing slime. I check my laptop. It seems to be going all right. I um, pull out my phone because I, I do love my own suffering. Hey, Laura Murphy-Oates here, coming to you from Gadigal Land. And this is the full story summer series, The Tale I Dine Out On. We've asked 10 of our favourite storytellers, including actors, comedians, writers and more, to share an extraordinary story. Today, Guardian Australia's social media reporter and presenter, Matilda Bosley, on the moment she fell into a lake filled with swan poo and how it helped her realise something important about herself. So it's the start of 2021. It's a beautiful summer. And I decide, you know what, I've had this New Year's resolution to spend less money and to lose weight. This was before I discovered body positivity. And I decided, you know, okay, well, what's a perfect way to combine those two? I'm going to start heading into the office again. I'm going to ride my bike in. I'm going to become a bike girly. I take out my bike. It's incredibly cheap. I bought it off the internet, uh, but it's, gosh, it's pretty. I bought it for aesthetics. It's got a nice little basket on the front, a basket on the back. And I put on my helmet. I put on like, you know, a little fluoro vest and I'm heading in. And, and, I, and in fairness, like I looked up Google Maps first and I said, how long is it going to take me to get in? They said 30 minutes. Oh my God, I do not know what unbelievably muscled Google employee is setting these bike times, but that is not the time it took my little lockdown legs. I am red in the face. So I'm pedalling in. There are so many hills in Melbourne. They don't tell you about that. I've lived here my whole life. I never once noticed. I am struggling. My bike is unbelievably heavy. The gears do not work. I am red as a tomato, totally drenched. Absolutely did not plan, like, having to wear bike clothes because, like, I was just going to be a little, you know, beautiful cottagecore bike girly riding along. So I'm in a dress that's got sweat stains down to my hip at this point. I arrived to work 15 minutes late, absolutely destroyed, finally get up to the office. You know what? We'll, we'll live and we learn. So I do my day's work. I'm like riding, you know, ready to ride back. But the cool change has finally come and I think, you know, it's going to be beautiful. Like, let's go along the lake by Albert Park Lake, which is the big lake that they do the Grand Prix around and you, you see the cars all whizzing around each day. Unfortunately, the cool change has meant that every single jogger in the entire city 
uh, is now also going for a jog around this lake uh, and they've filled the bike path. Uh, so I kind of think to myself, like, no dramas. I'll just ride home along the walking path uh, was something that incorrectly occurred to me. <laughs> and the walking path is right next to the lake and there's barely anyone in there because it's, like, weirdly thin and sloped and hard to walk on. Uh, so I'm riding and it's just like this truly beautiful moment. I'm listening to a little podcast. I'm looking out on the city. The skyscrapers are shimmering in the water and then they're sort of cut across by this family of swans, like cutting across the skyscrapers' reflections. And it's this mother swan and these beautiful signets. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't know, you know, the last year's been so depressing and sad and it's just this beautiful moment that I get to... I'll get to see this every single day. And I'm looking out and then suddenly something goes thunk and then my wheel veers and something happens and it was this kind of moment where time stood still and suddenly I realised that I was heading directly towards the lake and then the wheel kind of goes over. I swear to God, this took about like five years of time. Most of my life was in this stretch of one metre that I'm riding over and... I'm cresting the concrete bank that goes into the lake and my one thought is I cannot destroy another work laptop. You see, I had recently started. This was in my first year at The Guardian and within the first couple of months of working there, I had entirely destroyed a laptop by spilling a full cup of tea into the keyboard. Like, full, boiling, scorching hot, something goes... My room suddenly smells like burning plastic, full of smoke. It's bad. I'm like a young 20-year-old, desperate not to lose my job. I was so embarrassed about this that I'm like, this is not something that my career will survive. So I'm cresting into the lake. I slam down. I go entirely underwater. The bike sinks into the sediment at the bottom, which is entirely swan poo. I emerge, kind of lock necks monster style, flicking my hair up, uh, you know. My podcast, by the way, still going on. It's like, and this week on This American Life, I'm in a lake. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So I rip myself off my bike, grab the tarp that's covering my backpack, pull my backpack out. I wrench my laptop out. I'm holding it above my head, drenched. And this, like, muscled jogger guy jogs up and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, take my laptop! Take my laptop, please! Oh, my God, take my laptop! He is probably quite concerned about my sanity at this point. He takes my laptop, puts it on a chair. He's like, okay, let's get you out. I I pass him the bike. You can take the bike, no dramas. And then he kind of grabs my arms. And it's important to know in this lake, it's not 
like a smooth bank in. It's a concrete footpath, a sharp concrete drop, and then the lake. And I'm trying to get purchase on the side and he's pulling me out. It's so slimy. It's covered in like algae and grime and he can't get me out. And I'm also drenched in water. And remember that whole thing I mentioned about like, this is before I discovered body positivity. This is all fueling that. This is not good. This like muscly man can't pull me out. So then I'm sitting there and we both kind of give up after two or three tries. And we realise that like, We're here until someone else comes along. So I sit there for five minutes making the weirdest conversation with this muscle jogger as I'm, again, like waist deep in grimy swan poo water as we're waiting for this other like shirtless jogger to get around. We're watching him come around the lake. Finally, he comes. They each pick me up, one arm each. I pull me out crucifixion Jesus style out of the lake. I'm just trailing slime. I check my laptop. It seems to be going all right. I um, pull out my phone because I, I do love my own suffering. I take a quick photo of myself just to document this ridiculousness. I take the photo, it freezes on the photo of me. Not a great sign. I assure the riders, like, I'm all right, I'm okay. So I get back on my bike, I'm riding away, like, just leaving, like, a snail trail of dribbles. I I think I end up going over to my sister's house, like, calling my sister, like, I fell in the lake, and she's like, that doesn't surprise me. So this very embarrassing thing has happened to me and I decide to do, you know, just like the very normal healthy thing to process it, which is um, to write about it in an international news publication for the entire world to read. Um, And it was funny and it was, you know, delightful and I don't think much more about it. And then a year or two later, as I was still working at The Guardian, I was actually writing a book at the same time. Uh, and it was a book about ADHD, which it turns out I have. A book I actually successfully wrote. It's called The Year I Met My Brain. And it's all about my own ADHD diagnosis as an adult and really how I was missed in a way. And as part of this, I'm interviewing a lot of experts and a lot of experts from Australia. And I call up this one woman, um, Associate Professor Catherine Johnson from the University of Melbourne. And I tell her about the concept of the book and what I'm doing. And 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 I, I mentioned, you know, and it's been spurred on by by my own diagnosis. And she goes, oh, yeah, no, no, I, that makes sense. That doesn't surprise me at all. I kind of suspected that. And I say, sorry, what what do you mean? And she goes, oh, ever since I since I read the bike article. And I I kind of laughed to myself and I'm like, yeah, look, in, in retrospect, that actually was like a pretty ADHD-ish thing to do. I think I was diagnosed a few weeks after that, actually. And she goes, no, 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 you don't understand. See, there's this German children's book called Der Struelpeter, uh, and each page is like this little poem about a kid who gets into some predicament. But the thing is, it was written by the psychologist Dr. Heinrich Hoffmann. So, like, rather than just being a kid's story, every child that's depicted is actually a representation of a different mental condition. And I go, oh. And she goes, yeah, and the child with ADHD, he fell straight in a lake. And I go, okay. And she goes, and guess why? So excited. I say, why? And she says, because he was so distracted looking at some birds that he walked right off the ledge. And it was just this kind of hilarious moment that I kept thinking back on over and over and over again as I was writing this book because I kept thinking about the fact that, no, like I'm not a textbook case of ADHD. But there is something, like, a little bit nice about knowing that I'm I'm definitely a picture book one.
That was Guardian Australia social media reporter and presenter Matilda Bosley. She's the author of The Year I Met My Brain, which is a book about adult ADHD. This episode was produced by Alison Chan, Daniel Simo, and Karishma Luthria. Sound design and mix by Camilla Hannon. The executive producers were Hannah Parks and Miles Martignoni. I'm Laura Murphy-Oates. We'll be back with our final tale tomorrow. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.